This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm at UCI's Little Theater for their presentation of These Shining Lives. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with... Sarah Butts. Um, I'm a graduate student um, at UCI and working on my MFA in directing. I was born and raised in Montana, and um, I went to undergrad in a liberal art, at a liberal arts college in Montana. And then um, I worked uh, around the state of Montana for about eight years before starting my uh, grad school time here at UCI. That was the director of These Shining Lives. I, I, I love this performance. It was, it was fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What kind of challenges happened to you during this play? Um, so, well, I think one of the really challenging things about the play is finding um, the emotional dynamics in the play and not letting, because the, the material is very heavy, so finding those moments of light, those moments of joy and happiness and really letting it um, be a play about life, not a play about death. So that was one of the more challenging things to um, find our way through. Yeah, I, I can see that this uh, play was actually about um, labor versus the corporate uh, offices, but it didn't seem that political to me. No, I mean, I think that the focus, there's, I think there's political undertones just in the event that happened to the women, um, but really I think the play is more about the lives and telling the story of, the, of these women. What do you look for in your casting? When I, well, I'm looking for, you know, it really depends on on the show, um, but looking for people that have chemistry together and who um, seem to connect to the material and sort of capture the essence and spirit of each character. Were you assigned this or did you actually choose to do this play? Um, so this is my graduate thesis project, so I'm a third year graduate student, and um, this was a play, it's part of the, the, the season, um, so it was, I did get to, uh, it was a title that I brought to the committee, and they felt that it worked well in the season, so um, I ended up getting to direct it. Why do you decide to choose this play, of all the plays you could have done? You know, when I read it, I just was so moved by it, and I think it's an important story. Um, and I was, I was surprised I had never heard of this event, and so many people I talked to have never heard of it. Um, and I love the, the poetry of the language and um, just the, the spirit of the piece and the, um, just the strength of these women. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, once again, I really love you. I really love this play. I really love the selection. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and for talking to me. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Hi, this is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with... This is Gary Busby, the chair of the drama department. Great. And you actually, you're the artistic director, so you actually chose this play. Yes, we have a season selection process, and the graduate director, Sarah, is one of our, uh, put forth some plays, and we vet them according to the season that we're trying to put together. And we read through this play and decided as a faculty that this would be a good choice for our season. Well, why did you choose this play, though? In, in, what, what did you like about it? <clears throat> well, it's a, a true story. It's a contemporary play. It's just only a few years old. Uh, it also fits into the theme of our season this year, which is about health and illness. Uh, the season is called Care, Cure, Corruption. And so it sort of fits perfectly into that theme. 
because it's talking about illness and the corruption of corporate greed. So, yeah, you've got a lot of experience in the theater and and in entertainment business. There's a lot of powerful people there, and some of them aren't very nice. A lot of these students, they're going into them very optimistic. They love doing. It. They'll work for free. They'll do anything. And again, there's some not so nice people out there. What kind of advice can you give to them, to your to your students? We tell our students that the work is about their enrichment, and their job as actors is to grow themselves as human beings. And if their focus is that, then there is a way that the business will find them and they will find their way through the business. Um, it's true that it's a difficult business, just like the business that the show we saw tonight, uh, and it can be cutthroat, but it's, a, it's up to the individual artist to keep their soul pure, if you will, and stay focused on the work at hand, and that will be the reward. You know, they, we're not necessarily promising our students that they're going to be rich and famous, but that they can make a life in this work that I think we get, we're setting them up to have those skills. So. A little bit about me. Well, I love this performance. I loved your choice. I love the topic too. So I'm really glad that I saw this play. It's a great, uh, it's a great kickoff. You know, I saw you at Man of La Mancha the other night, and this is, I think, these two shows paired together really make a powerful statement to the start of our 50th anniversary season. Okay. So thank you for being with us. Thank you very much for being on the show. All right. Take care. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with. Kelsey Jennison. I am a second year MFA student here. Um, I'm originally from Evansville, Indiana. And I played Francis in the show. So this story follows um, the lives of four girls, particularly that, you know, they worked in um, the Radium Dial company. And, you know, they, they weren't friends at the beginning, but they grew to love each other and they basically became a family. And you watch their journey um, of discovering that they have been poisoned with radium through their company. And then you, you follow their journey of deciding what to do about it. And then, you know, eventually... To the, to the downfall of the women themselves. Um, but the beautiful thing I think about the story is you see the strength of the women throughout the whole time. They never really quite lose that. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about the, about the play. Yeah, I like this play a lot. I like the I'm theme, so and also I like the really strong women characters also. Yes, we are so happy to have that here at UCI. We are so excited about it, you know, and especially to have a woman director as well. So... It's not, it's not really usual, you know, to have a play centered around women, directed by women. It's, it's really great for us. Um, yeah, there's more, there's more women than the, in the show than there are men. And we're always, you know, we, we always push for that in shows. But it, they're, they're just not around very often. So when we found this one, we hooked on. And, and it's great. It, I think it's great for the world right now as well, going on. Yeah. You know, when I was looking at this place, something, I, I, a thought cut, came across my mind because I was thinking about this thing. You know, in the show business, what you're getting into, there's some very powerful people there, and some of them aren't very nice. It's almost like, again, the corporation you're talking about here. And again, here you are, these young girls going in there. They may ask, they, you may be asked to do some things that you know, aren't kind of right, or you just find yourself in a bad situation. Uh, how do you prepare yourself for something like that? You know, as far as the show, um, our director, Sarah, brought in a bunch of articles that 
are current things that are happening right now with huge corporations that are treating their 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 workers just terribly and not standing for them and how everything just kind of gets sweeped under the rug you know and so we we started this process looking at that with the wide wide eyes saying how wrong this is and how this is still happening and no one cares still so this is so present in today's time but as far as us as as just like it is for the characters it's really staying true to ourselves and you know even though we're going to have pressure from everyone else to do something just as long as we're confident enough in ourselves to be to know what's okay and to know what's not right just like the girls did in the show to say this is not right and everyone's going to go against us and there's going to be a lot of backlash but this is the right thing to do and that's what we need to do well, I really love the I loved your performance too great thank you so much I'm so glad you enjoyed it thank you very much for being on the show thank you so much Hi, I'm Action Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with Blake Morris. I'm a third year uh, MFA acting candidate here at UC Irvine. I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, and I play Tom and Dr. Dallas in These Shining Lives. Tom's an interesting character. He his role in the in terms of the world of the play. Um, he's Catherine's husband and the story follows Catherine's life and so my understanding of how he fits into the play is he kind of lets us see we see Catherine's work life and we see her home life deteriorate at the same time uh, and Tom kind of represents a sort of moral support for her in that journey as she starts to, as her health declines but also they, we see the struggles of the marriage and things like that that the, that the disease impacts so it's kind of like it tells the story of the family the effect of the family as well as the effect of the workplace okay uh, so what did you take from this play what did I take from it um, it's, it's so many different messages I don't know I think that Wow, that is a really huge question. Um, I mean, you like this play, didn't you? I do. I, it's, you know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. No, I'm joking. Um, a lot of our discussions early on were about big business and things like that. It was about um, the, the relationship between the worker and the company and things like that. Um, I don't know. For me, not being someone who has seen, taken care of someone whose health has declined in that way, and that being kind of my, my specific role in the telling of the overall story. Specifically, it was that. It was understanding the different health effects that these women dealt with, um, understanding the ways in which it destroyed their lives, uh, not just in their bodies, but just the other people in their homes as well, you know? A little about you personally. Um, you're you're African-American, and again, this seems to be uh, the type of role that actually be played by, say, a Caucasian yeah. man. Yes, he the character. Well, he's it's a real person in real life. Uh, Tom and Catherine are real people. They're both white, uh, and that was my gateway into kind of trying to understand the play from the perspective of a black man. And there are a lot of moments of where there's a tension because the audience isn't colorblind. We see an interracial couple in the 1920s, and so we think about miscegenation laws and like what are those? You know, what's the story being told there? We think about her making more money than him and how it's a joke but with him being a black man married to a white woman if she makes more money than you you know it says it, there's a struggle with status and i was so thankful that the director sarah butts didn't shy away from those conversations so my blackness as well as jade payton the other african-american woman our blackness was as much as a, a, a part of the discussion as the radium and the, the disease, diseases and things like that we made sure to be conscious of where we're telling the story and like 
the effect that it's going to have on the audience. Uh, I'm curious as to you know how how many people tuned into that, or like how many people chose to see oh this is just a couple versus seeing an interracial couple and how that affected the sto- uh, telling of the story. Okay. Oh, yeah. So he, so the this was a real story. That he, he was actually an interracial marriage. No 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 he wasn't. Um, he's white. Tom is white in real life. Um, but when so when I got cast as a black actor, that was my first red flag that I threw up. Is that what are we doing here? Um, and we're not. It's not strictly realism. We're not. We're not chained down to, to realism, and telling the story exactly. You know, uh, I, even as a black actor, I have an opinion on this man's life, and there are some things that I can bring to the role as a black man and also as a married man, a man who's been married for four years. Um, so I do have a very specific perspective on that. Um, but it's nice that without, with, with it being sort of magical realism, we're not chained to telling the story verbatim. Another question for you: Are you, are you looking to get into movies and film, or are you actually look, are you actually looking to get into Broadway, you know, theater? I feel like I don't know. With me, it's, and it's it's mostly me personally because I don't sing and things like that. So you have to negotiate all of that. But I'm very interested in independent black filmmaking. Uh, I think that there's a lot of great work being created. There are a lot of extraordinary black women directors, a lot of extraordinary black women writers uh, who are producing great art and produce, there's a lot of great work being produced um, on an independent level because then you're not chained to like large production companies and studios and so the stories that are being told right now are really dynamic so I think that being in LA, being from Chicago and having lived in Southern California for the time that I'm here that that will be the next path uh, movies. Yeah, the reason I asked you that question is because there aren't that many African American actors on stage, you know, right. in Broadway, in, in in theater. Right, right. And you know, it's been said about some something similar has been said about the the movie, the film industry. And we look at certain, we look at like an influx of a few black films that make it to the Oscars, and we think that oh, there's a ton of black films being made. When in reality, there aren't. This, you know, there, there's a difference between representation and visibility. Um, that's always been my my vendetta with the American theater. Um, it's accessibility to the black community and things like that. Stories that actually tell truthful stories about the black experience. Ever since you know August Wilson has left, and there are, there are contemporary black playwrights in 2015 still writing that work, but the accessibility is still always controlled by a higher power. You know. <laughs> okay. Well. Once again, I loved your performance. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm here with... Uh, my name is Kevin Shuey. I uh, am a third-year graduate actor here in uh, UC Irvine's acting program. Uh, I originally hail from uh, Central California, Merced, and uh, did my undergrad at Azusa Pacific up in L.A., and now I'm here. Uh, I played uh, Mr. Reed, the company doctor, and a couple other pieces, characters. And which one was your favorite? Uh, Mr. Reed, for sure, who uh, kind of serves as the antagonist in the play. Uh, it was uh, it, it, an interesting, interesting part to tackle. Yeah, again, you kind of represent the corporate business, but you didn't seem like that bad of a guy. Well, yeah, we, we talked a lot about uh, about that and how he's presented in there. Um, 
And I think I think presenting him as the bad guy was kind of the easy way out. Uh, I think Mr. Reed in this production specifically uh, is a way for the the um, the the people who are going to come see this play to identify them, uh, identify themselves in this in this story of, um, even though I'm maybe not the person directly oppressing these people, uh, that doesn't mean that I I uh, I'm innocent of what's happening. I, I think Mr. Reed in this production, uh, he's guilty of of allowing things to happen and 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 not standing up for these people when he's given the opportunity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As an actor, you're going to be going into an industry where there's actually some pretty bad people out there. Very powerful bad people, almost like this corporation here. And here, you're willing to work for free for these guys. You're willing to work for your trade. Oh, how, 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 are you, what, how are you going to react to something when you come to a very bad situation like that? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting you talk about that because you know in LA specifically recently they've had the um, all of the union uh, rules getting rewritten with the uh, 99 seat waiver plan. Uh, I, you know, I think I think um, actors and artists specifically are are people who have been traditionally taken advantage of of, of working for free, uh, and it's a complicated question because uh, we obviously this is something we do because we love it, uh, but also something we should be compensated for because someone is making money and you know we should we should get a fair share of that. It's a it's a very complicated, nuanced question, uh, and I think whatever uh, whatever group of artists or, or community I end up with, I'm I'm interested in having that conversation specific to that area and what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just keep a lot of friends and always have a nice support group around you and say, hey, is this okay to do this? Or maybe I should think twice about this. Yeah. Communication between between people. You know, I, I think especially this show represents um, separating people and keeping them from talking is often. Uh, a big part of, of how the oppression continues to happen. So I think being vocal about your experiences and, and the things you experience uh, amongst your peers is, is important. So. Okay, well, I love this play. I love your performance, too. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks for being on the show. Of course. Thank you. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm here with... Madison Scott. I am a second-year MFA actor here at UCI. I'm from North Carolina. Um, I've been acting for a long time, and I'm really glad to be a part of the show. Um, I play a variety of characters. The, probably the most plot-important one is Leonard Grossman, who's the ladies' lawyer. What do you think about this play? I think it's really important, um, and I was really glad to be a part of the project because it is such an important story in terms of like the themes that it touches, uh, which are very relevant today and the way that we handle capitalism and the effects of that on the workforce. Um, so I think it's very relevant to today and it is a really penetrating look at our country's history. Yeah. I really like the performances here. I, it, it felt like I was actually in the 1920s. That's awesome. I think that's really due to our design crew. Uh, they pulled together incredible, cohesive, beautiful things. Another thought that I was thinking about uh, when I was seeing this is that show business, Hollywood itself, there are some very powerful people up there and some of them aren't very nice. And here you are, like you're an, you're an actor getting into it, you're willing to work for free. What do you think might happen if you actually are in a situation similar to this where there's a very powerful person out there and you're asked to do something that, you know, maybe not exactly the right thing? Um, I think the interesting thing about this situation that the play uh, shows us is that they didn't know it was bad. Um, and I think that that's terrible and very sad and I hope I never find myself in that situation. I like to think I would have the gumption to stand up to that. 
And I think one of the beautiful things about this is that we're showing people that you can, and you know, anyone who is in a situation like this can find that in themselves. Um, I do agree that Hollywood is can be a dangerous place, is full of maybe not the nicest people, but it's also full of a lot of artists who are like my people. Um, and so mostly I, I trust the people I'm going to work with in the future. Um, and I hope I don't get proven wrong. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess uh, I guess if you have some really good friends, really good artist friends, that uh, I guess uh, you'll do okay. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so too. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. It's nice to meet you. These shining lives will be playing at UCI from November twenty-first to December sixth. For more information, go to theorangecurtainrev.com or search for UCI These Shining Lives on Google.